This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Undersecretary of the Air Force says the failure to pass all 12 regular appropriations will have catastrophic effects on DOD. Feds who relocate for work may soon have better coverage of their moving expenses. And NIH's government-wide acquisition contract adds to its record-breaking number of bid protests. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, January 25th, 2024. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Military members looking to expand their families will soon have better access to infertility treatments. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The Defense Department is updating its TRICARE policy to expand coverage of in vitro fertilization, or IVF, procedures. The update is a response to a 2023 lawsuit alleging that DOD's policy on IVF coverage excluded both unmarried and LGBTQ service members. That lawsuit is also filed against the Department of Veterans Affairs, which has a similarly limited policy on IVF coverage for veterans. But unlike DOD, the VA has not yet announced any policy changes. Sonia Osorio, executive director of Now NYC, the organization that filed the lawsuits, called the update from DOD a big win. But we're only halfway there. What we need now is for the VA to do it, to recognize this policy, and do the same thing that the Department of Defense has done. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Senators are pressing for barcodes on tax returns so the IRS can process them faster. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Some taxpayers prepare their tax returns electronically, but choose to print it out and mail it to the IRS rather than submit it online. That creates more work for IRS employees and leads to refund delays. But Senators Tom Carper and Todd Young are introducing a bill that would require all returns prepared electronically and filed on paper to include a scannable 2D barcode. Several government watchdogs say the barcodes would help the IRS reduce its paper-based workload. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Defense Intelligence Agency is taking steps to make sure the government's top-secret network is secure from cyber threats. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. DIA is proactively probing the cyber defenses of agencies that connect to the Joint Worldwide Intelligence Communication System, or JWICS. DIA's new JWIX Cyber Inspection Program checks things like how user accounts are managed, and whether agencies are patching known cyber vulnerabilities. It also checks whether agencies have insider threat monitoring and response capabilities in place. DIA has conducted several dozen inspections over the past year. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. NIH's government-wide acquisition contract adds to its record-breaking number of bid protests. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The CIOSB4 acquisition effort received protest number 315, 316 in the last few weeks. Protest 315 from DV United 2 came and went within a week, but protest 316 from IDOC Solutions remains before the Government Accountability Office. DV United 2 withdrew its protest, but GAO has until April 29th to decide IDOC Solutions' complaint. Both firms allege NITAC unreasonably eliminated them from the competition based on their self-scores. NITAC began sending out Phase 1 notices of successful offers earlier this month. 
Jason Miller, Federal News Network. While the latest continuing resolution will keep the government open until March, the Air Force already feels the impact of stopgap spending measures. Undersecretary of the Air Force Kristen Jones says that budget uncertainty is affecting several initiatives that are part of Secretary Frank Kendall's series of priorities, also known as operational imperatives. The service will have to delay its collaborative combat aircraft program, an initiative focused on unmanned combat air vehicles. The Air Force also cannot invest in agile combat employment as the service initially planned. Jones says the failure to pass all 12 regular appropriations will have catastrophic effects on the Defense Department. Federal employees who relocate for work may soon have better coverage of their moving expenses. Currently, feds get repaid for moving through either a lump sum or by creating an itemized list of receipts. Now the General Services Administration is proposing an update to how the reimbursements are calculated. GSA's new proposal would clarify what can and cannot be expensed. It would also update the lump sum amount, which has stayed the same since 2011. GSA is accepting public comments on its proposal until March 25th. The National Archives and Records Administration, known as NARA, says it's officially eliminated a pandemic-era backlog of veterans' records requests. At one point, the backlog of requests at the National Personnel Records Center in St. Louis stood at more than 600,000. That led to lengthy delays for veterans seeking their military service records. NARA says it used technology improvements, added staff, and expanded work hours to whittle down the backlog. Now NARA can respond to most routine requests for veteran records within 20 days. If confirmed, Melissa Dalton, President Joe Biden's pick to be Undersecretary of the Air Force, will focus on nuclear modernization, Space Force expansion, and recruitment efforts. During her confirmation hearing, Dalton committed to finding innovative approaches for recruitment to appeal to Gen Z. Given her experience working on the Pentagon's nuclear posture review, Dalton also committed to the modernization of two legs of the nuclear triad. Dalton faced criticism from conservative lawmakers for the Biden administration's decision to sell construction materials for the border wall and the Chinese spy balloon incident. It's not clear how Republican opposition will impact Dalton's nomination. Two House committees want to end the finger-pointing between the Office of Management and Budget and the Treasury Department over who has the ultimate authority to manage and oversee federal spending data on the USAspending.gov portal. Congressman James Comer, chairman of the House Oversight and Accountability Committee, and Congressman Jody Arrington, chairman of the House Budget Committee, wrote to OMB and Treasury seeking details after a November GAO report found a lack of progress in ensuring agencies provide accurate, complete, and timely reports to the portal. The committees asked OMB and Treasury for a staff-level briefing no later than February 9th. And the leader of the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee is outlining his oversight priorities to another government watchdog. Committee Chairman John Tester met with the Government Accountability Office and urged the agency to take a closer look at VA's troubled rollout of the new Electronic Health Record Modernization Program. Tester is also asking GAO how structural changes at VA could lead to better accountability 
along with the avoidance of waste, fraud, and abuse. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, January 25th, 2024, I'm Peter Masurlian.